Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. One time, I had sex with a soccer player, and he was an Adonis of a man. And I was like, I was, I was literally. He wanted me. He was like living in China, and he he was like stay. And I was like, if I was he Chinese? No, no, he was Italian. He was like so. He just was so. It was was so good for me. He was so excited to speak English with someone. He was like, you could tell he was just like, please, like, yeah, because just Asian pussy wasn't doing it for him. And I sure did it for him. Well, and he wanted me to stay forever. Or he wanted me to stay. And China, I was like, sir, oh. if I stay, I live here now. <laughs> like, yeah, this you're is bad for supporting me. supporting yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You don't want this. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love you. Like, la, 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 la. Welcome to today's episode of Inside Only Fans. I'm your host, Kayla Lauren. And I'm here with... CJ Sparks. I, I like, literally almost lost my camera. <laughs> There's cameras... <laughs> Staring at us with names on it. Did you put googly eyes on there? For a minute, I was like, where is it? Your procedure went to your ocular nerves. Okay, yeah. So today, I had, Grandma had a facial procedure, and I went to go see my doctor, because one of my other girlfriends had a skinny BBL, and I was, like, getting jealous when we were in there and my doctor what? was like in there and he was like like examining her and like her boobs were out and her new juicy ass was out and I was just like this feels so wrong like why is somebody else being examined and not me so I immediately scheduled an appointment for another surgery <laughs> I actually was asking him for a mini facelift why I don't know just cause you don't need a facelift maybe I do you look young already what are you doing I do now you're gonna because... look like the crazy cat lady I'm scared if all goes well <laughs> I got a non-invasive procedure today which means i didn't get cut open um i was pretty upset about that but there's always tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) but it's called a morpheus 8 and anyone who doesn't live in la probably doesn't know what that is but it's Mm -hmm. like this psychotic laser um it's it's like a laser but it also has like a bunch of needles like there was like 12 needles there's needles in it needles and he started showing them he like he had pink gloves on. He was like, "Look, look at the needles." I'm all, "No, no, 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 no! I no. don't do plastic surgery research. This is why I have you. Like, I trust you. Oh. I'm not like a crazy person that googles the like some girls before they get a plastic surgery. They're like looking at the surgery happening on YouTube. I could not like when <laughs> like, they when they post even like people getting lip filler. My like stomach flips. Really. Blech. How how does that feel to have natural beauty, Kayla? No, I've had my lips done before, but I can't watch it. <laughs> You've had like one lip injection and then a boob job. Yeah, I haven't had anything done for like a year and a half. Wow. Well, I get Botox every like four months. That doesn't count. Okay. Botox doesn't count. <laughs> shit. I need to go harder. <laughs> <laughs> Step up your plastic oh, surgery shit. game, Kayla. No, but watching like watching like I'm not a 
I have a high pain tolerance, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. watching like a needle fill something with liquid yeah. is like physically ill. Okay, so I'll tell you something. When I used to get filler in my face, I don't anymore because I had like such a bad experience. But when I used to get filler in, in my face and my cheeks, they put the needle in your cheek. And while your cheek is being pumped up, it starts crackling. And it is the most psychotic yet most addicting. And maybe this is like addicting. my inner addict coming out where I'm like, yes, give me more. I'm an, I'm an addict if you didn't, if you're new here, if you were born under a rock mm-hmm. <laughs> and you didn't know that about me. But I was so obsessed with that crackling and it feels cold. That's sick. It's so fucking good. <laughs> okay, actually, too. So I have something else to say. Okay, rant so on, yesterday, baby. I got this message from um, a friend. Like you know how we talk about sometimes our lovely friends that are still back in the in the old town, the in suburbanites the old, in the old days, the suburbanites <laughs> living back, you know, in the old ways. Yes, in the ways will. of old. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> they're still churning butter every morning. <laughs> they probably are. Jebediah. <laughs> They, pro- they probably <laughs> Making are. Making goat's milk and <laughs> with, stuff. With the goat's milk on the farm. Oh, Bless your soul. And uh, so I had one of my friends that I hadn't spoke to in a long time. So I guess I'm using that term friend loosely. She's a nice person. I hadn't spoke to her in a few years. And she messaged me on Instagram. She goes, girl, I finally broke down and made an OnlyFans. <laughs> and I was like, what? Am I reading this right? And she was like, yeah, so... Uh, um, I just needs like some tips or some pointers. Like, what do I do from from here? Where do I go from here? And I was, <laughs> and you're like, after you just low key insulted <laughs> right. what I do, <laughs> you lowered yourself to also doing it. Hey, can you help me? That's how I felt. Two things bothered me is it's like, yeah, I broke down. Now I'm on your level. Let me just like message, you know, the OnlyFans whore that I haven't spoken to for years that I've potentially probably talked shit about at one point or another. For sure. But now I've lowered my, hey, babe, lowered myself down to your level and I need some advice, some free shout advice. Shout Yeah. Let's do a collab. Let's do an S for It's us. like, it's like. You're like dieting and you're like, oh, I fucking broke down and I binge ate pizza. Right. And you're mad at yourself for it. It's right. like <laughs> breaking down implies that you were on a higher ground before <laughs> and now here we are like, with all the in sluts the of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to come in and by the way, I would like some advice on how to be the best slut I can. Yeah. And I, I feel that. I think that I wouldn't take it personally, but I do think that that's like a pervasive Mm -hmm. feeling is that you like you resort to OnlyFans as a last resort. Right, as a last resort. Instead of giving the space for the fact that a lot of people choose it willingly and because it offers them freedom financially and scheduling freedom, um, networking creative outlet, mm-hmm. all of those things that you make a conscious choice towards mm-hmm. and people don't see that. I think the stigma leads people to think that you have to break down and do it and it's right. like to pay your bills or what buy right. your baby's formula or whatever. Right, right. The so really cool thing about OnlyFans is we welcome everyone, you know, um, anyone from singers, chefs, and people doing adult work, like, it's really cool that we can all exist on the same platform. And it can be a woman, maybe like a single mother kind of trying to make ends meet, or it can be even somebody like a celebrity that only already has a built-in fan base. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that while you might see this super fun podcast, you might see, you know, your favorite creators traveling the world, meeting up with one another, and talking about all the 
fabulous money they're making. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it. So I just want to encourage you, if you're thinking about getting into OnlyFans, get on over here. We want you here. You're welcome. But just take it seriously. Maybe buy some classes or something. A lot of our creators have classes that can kind of give you an idea of the work that you're going to have to put into it and start from there. Start from a professional standpoint. That way you can make the most of your time on the platform. Now that my nap has ended um, during your rant, I don't feel like there's any space for me to speak about what happened to me. And I feel like I'm going to go. But if you want to introduce your guests... (laughs) And I will see you another day. All right. So our guest for this episode is Amanda Paris. She is a singer, songwriter, pole dancer. She takes pictures. She does it all. Bring her up to the stage. So do I talk to this camera? Your guest. Do I look at you guys? You look at us. Yeah, and then you when you want to make a point, you go there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When I'm mm-hmm. serious. Okay, so you, Amanda, I have known you for how many years now? It's I don't, I, did we talk about this before? I don't even remember we officially met. I feel Maybe like I, I heard drunk? of you. Maybe I was drunk. Maybe we were both drunk. <laughs> Where did Whoa. you guys meet? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I don't Probably remember. Probably on like a photo shoot or Probably. something. Probably. Mm. I feel like I heard of you and then just one day you were in my life and <laughs> we were like, yes. That's kind of how. We're great friends. I feel like it just that's happened. the CJ effect. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but we, I can remember when we met, but then it's just like. I don't even know how I got. I feel like I just got <laughs> Kayla's number and started texting. <laughs> you must have gotten it because we, we like both coincidentally yeah. came here mm. last year. And then freaking. I feel like I just started texting you one day. <laughs> you and you're like, I guess I'll go to these things. This woman keeps inviting me. She to. does invite me to a lot of stuff. And it's like, it's CJ, I said, is like a little key that unlocks me doing things because I don't do anything. But if CJ invites me, I'm like, all right, oh, I'll go. I she invite... gets me out of the house, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. The last time I got a man out of the house was comedy. Yes. Oh, yeah. who did you see? And then I got COVID right was after. That- so I don't know. I, I got don't- COVID right after CJ came and was oh. just had a, a little under the weather. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> then, then a few days later, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. So about that, feel CJ. <laughs> I'm like, if I wouldn't have left. But no, I had a great I'm time. A super spreader. <laughs> you are a super spreader. And more ways than one. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I feel like your nipple, like, it must be. This dress is... Like, how is your nipple not out? Oh, okay. Where are your nipples? Somebody gave me this Do you dress. have any? Oh, yeah, see your nipple. Where are they? Point Wait, to them. Point to your oh, nipple. I see one. Right there. You know. They're you always gotta adjust the, the nipples, like okay. when you're wearing a shirt, and they're like this. Yeah. You're like, let me. You have I top full my boobs. My doctor and mine are not. did this, created this. Why? Because I had nothing. It was a flat wall, and then I've never seen you without boobs. Yeah, you know what? Because I got these like three years ago, maybe four years ago, and after that. Wait, though you only had boobs for three years. No, well, no, 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 no. I had, okay. I was like, wait. No, 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 no. no <laughs> three and a half boob jobs. You mean these? These boobs. This for like edition. three. She had the lease before, and yeah. this is her new lease. And yeah. probably this one's almost up. Yeah. yeah. Actually, these ones might stick around. Really? Yeah. They don't look like they're going anywhere. I'll Why tell do you, you get them redone? Just because they bigger? were so awful. Like, I honestly want to have my doctor on the 
I want to have Dr. Omar on the, you know him. Yes. Okay, I want to have Dr. Him. Omar on here at one day, like maybe if like, I don't know, some OnlyFans person's like Jets or something. I don't know. But... Maybe you can have him do an exam on the, <laughs> consultation yeah. on the show. Did he do your boobs too? No, he didn't. He's done some Botox and different things for Amanda. Did, Nothing yeah. crazy like he did for me. He's given me a whole new body. So how many boob jobs have you had? Yeah. One. What I'm about still you, on my first one. Same. How They've... old are yours? Eight years. Nine. Isn't it like, yeah. if it's 10, do you? No, I think that's great. a myth. And I, mean, that I think they it's like back in the day. I, yeah, but normally people end up having them redone. This is what I was told because okay. a new implant once you know comes out and they want to get that one. Or right. they usually implants like they an iPhone. Go, yeah, yeah. I want to upgrade my titties. <laughs> yeah. um, Wait, it's like an iPhone where <laughs> they start malfunctioning right around the new release date. You're like, why are my boobs so... <laughs> Slow. What, a, <laughs> what nipples going, What's going on? Here? You're like, oh, the update's coming soon. Yes, You're yes, gonna have to trade out. <laughs> um, or typically, people want to go bigger. So yeah, that's what I've heard. So I made sure. I actually went a little bigger than I wanted to when mm-hmm. I originally got mine, and then I've also since gained weight. Perfect. Yeah. So they just got bigger because now mm-hmm. people are like, dude, you got your boobs redone. I'm like, no, I, I swear to God, I just had some titty, just had some juicy. titty tissue yeah. before, and then when you add, you know, 15 pounds mm-hmm. to that, they get bigger. 15 pounds. From Your the time implants I, are... No. <laughs> no. I'm all, wait a minute, what? No, I've gained, well, not at this point, I'm like, mm, like 11, 12 pounds bigger than when I first got them. Mm-hmm. So, but over, the, like, they've never gone back down since I put on, you know, I did gain about 15 pounds, That's maybe a, a little more. And your ass. A lot of them went to my ass. Your yes. ass is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. I got good genetics there. Thank you. Oh, my God. Um, But... Yeah, so I I was working out a ton whenever I got them, which is part of why I wanted to get them was like your fucking tits just disappear yeah. when you drop body fat. Mm-hmm. And I was sick of wearing bras and strap like strapless bras and having to pull them up yeah. all the time. I'm like this is bullshit. So I finally got them done. Okay. I was 28. Oh my god, you waited a long time. I did. I was always so scared about messing them up because I heard so many horror stories Mm. and, you know, I had cute little perky boobs. I was like, oh, I don't know. And then finally I just did it. And I fucking love them. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many. This guy, I was responding to YouTube comments earlier this morning and some guys try to, they try to talk shit about my titties. I'm like, oh, nice. You're trying to hide your implants. You're not fooling anyone. I'm like, what? What? Obviously, that's why I made an entire fucking video about breast augmentation. It's literally called fake boobs, all about my breast implants. Trying to hide. Why would you hide it? I feel like the meme where it's like, (laughs) trying to calculate why the fuck. Is that the cat? I just was, I was like, that's okay. You have to try to take a jab at me. That's fine. I was like, but I love my titties. So that's so strange. We all do. Wow. I love them too. I just I'm met them, but I feel like we have a bond. Mm-hmm. We all have Sometimes. a titty bond. Mm-hmm. They're communicating yeah. like our iPhones. It's like airdropping. It's like, <laughs> let me send you a message. <laughs> okay, yeah. Can confirm. <laughs> My airdrop's not working. Sorry. <laughs> it's not on receive from everyone. Contacts only. Yes. <laughs> Okay, oh my god. This is a very side note, but what's so interesting, and maybe you've experienced this, was in altitude. I was in Big Bear a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and and I noticed this when I was in Colorado a few years ago. My boobs make ah. weird noises. Oh, oh, they're like gurgling. They do high that. altitudes. I haven't had that happen. Yes. They do. Yes, it was on one of Alicia's trips, and mm. my tits were gurgling. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember, mm-hmm. like, I was laying there and like. 
my boobs were being like crackling, like moved the popping. in some way. Your breasts were being <laughs> something was happening as you were getting plowed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and I was like, listen to my boobs. I'm like, that's and I could hear them like they like something about the density does something with the fluids and like. It's weird. Next time you're in high altitude, and it's not on a plane. I was going to say about a plane. Although I'm not doing weird stuff on planes, so I guess I wouldn't Mm. maybe know. But, like, definitely I've noticed when I'm in the mountains, my boobs are... They're doing something strange. Next time you're in the mountains, give them Squeeze a shake. Squeeze your titties. Yeah. yeah. Do like, See what like they fondle make. them a bit and be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, how did you get into, how did you get into modeling? How did you, did you grow up in a small town, a big town? Like, what's the big deal Big town, there? why you talk like this? And you grow up in a small town? <laughs> um, I grew up in a very small town, actually. Okay. It's from a small town. Perfect. So you needed the validation because... I actually always wanted to just get the hell out of there. I was like, when I... Where'd you grow up? In a tiny little town called Pacific, Missouri. Mm. So there's St. Louis, Missouri. the full name of the town? Pacific. (laughs) Missouri is a state, CJ. Yeah, I'm like, so Uh, what? Pacific. Okay, the town's (laughs) called Pacific. Pacific, Uh uh-huh. It's very small. It's in where? Missouri. Missouri. (laughs) You know that show Ozark? Ozarks, did you ever watch that? The White Trash? Oh. Yeah, that's where I. That's not where I live, but it's not far. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. Um, let's just put it this way. Annie did a special many years ago on my hometown, and it was called Meth a County I knew in it was Crisis. Be meth. No, I because knew they it was were the be number meth. one county in the entire U.S. Uh, for meth. Uh, that's where I'm from. Okay. That's how she stays so. Famous. She's got. All, she's got all. <laughs> I have teeth, all my teeth. <laughs> They're all mine. They are. She's the most eligible bachelorette <laughs> in her hometown, y'all, and she's got good uh, health insurance. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, I had to get the fuck out of there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So did you just start modeling while you were there? or? So, yes. I actually really got started in car shows. I did one bikini contest. I won that, and they were like, oh, come to you know Knoxville with us. And then there were people shooting car magazines there. And then they had a TV show on the Speed Channel. And then I toured all summer with them. And I did that for a really long time. And then through there, I met... Somebody who was like, oh, come do Miss Bikini USA. And then I won that competition. And then I did. How much are you winning while you're doing all this? I, on the low end, back then it was like 500 bucks to 10,000. Wow. Like every That's contest so I did, money. I was just first or second place. Like I was just fucking raking in money. I was like, this is so great. Oh was it God. the tits or the ass or I the think, personality? As I've learned, like getting older, I think, a, I'm like, oh, I see it now. When I see like younger girls, especially when I started, because I became like the model manager mm-hmm. and then the booking agent, I'm like, oh, she's going to be great. I'm like, oh, right. She's that 18, 19-year-old, like, you're very naive, you're young, you're fresh, you're excited. You're excited. You're happy to be there. And then as you get older, you're like, someone's like, take a picture of my car, <laughs> bend over. You're like, fuck off. Uh-huh. I'm going to fucking stand here like this uh-huh. and smile. Take it or leave Yeah, it. when you're 18, you're like, yeah, like, I'm going to bend over on this bike and, like. <laughs> I used to do that, too. That's what happened. Yes. That's the difference. Uh-huh. And I had natural titties. I had a big ass. And I, you know, no cell. I'm fucking 18. Uh-huh. Just happy to be oh, there. so happy and so excited. This is the fucking coolest shit I've ever done in my life. And then you get older and you're like, I am, I'm going to bed. Like, people are like, oh, uh-huh. you're going to the cocktail party? I'm like, no, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> They're like been at it since 6 a.m. They're yeah. like, let's go. 
Oh, yeah, you're just like, fuck out of here. So as I get older, I'm like, oh, yes, she would be great. I will book her and she's going to do really well. <laughs> you're the Heidi Fleiss uh-huh. of the car industry. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're like, give them to me fresh, baby. <laughs> yes. Those ones got energy. <laughs> Life hasn't gotten better. But as you get down. older, you're like, God, it's kind of really gross. What made you leave the town? Like, was it a boyfriend? Was it a career opportunity? Was it where you're just like, okay, I'm just out of here, burn the place down? Like, what happened? What got me out of there is I always wanted to be, you know, in a bigger city. I was deciding between LA and Chicago. And I chose Chicago, yes, because of a boy. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, you penises. But Chicago still is one of my favorite cities. I always joke around with people about it. I'm like, anyone that you meet from Chicago that's moved away is like, oh, I loved it. It's one of my favorite cities, but I'd never move back. That's literally um, what I say. Are you from there? <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking cold. It's cold she fuck. wasn't yeah. going to bring it up. I was just like, I was just like, oh, interesting. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've been yes. here like six years. When you are there, you're like, this sucks. But then when you leave and then you go back, you're like, oh, this really sucks. Yeah. Like, why did I do that? And I wonder why anyone does it. Anyways, Chicago's cold. And I used to, I would take the CTA everywhere. Mm-hmm. There was this man, I swear to God, I'm standing there. I'm, I'm like going to class. I'm on the red line, which is like, it's underground at this point. And I feel something like, kind of like touch me, like grab Ew. my ankle. And it's a man. It's a man. He's on his stomach and he's making his way to the door <laughs> by pulling his legs, <laughs> chairs. He's pulling his way to the door on his stomach. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he made it. But it was very strange. But you don't see like a lot of you don't see a lot of that. It was so disturbing at the time. I've seen weirder since. I was going to say, now you live in L.A. Now I, like... now I live in the arts district downtown. And literally, if I go a few blocks in one direction, I'm seeing the most. I'm seeing the most. Whatever. I see Amanda. I always want to ask her how her OnlyFans is doing because you are one of the first people that I remember mm-hmm. that you had a paid OnlyFans mm-hmm. and then you made it free. Yeah. What made you want to do the whole free thing? Oh, because it was okay. so shocking when you first did that. It was and I really was genuinely scary. concerned. I'm like, what's happening here? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was switched. It was like May. It was mm-hmm. end of April 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I switched to free and I was very scared because I had so scared a ton of subscribers and I was making X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is amazing. But it was brought to my attention mm-hmm. by somebody else that I could be making more money um, through other features on a free page that a paid page didn't have. Mm-hmm. And that really you know, piqued my interest. And they're like, I think you could be making a lot more money as a free page. Yeah, that's what people don't understand is now, I think yeah. we all three have free pages, right? Yeah, I've, I joined OnlyFans like a year and four months ago mm-hmm. and it's always been free. Yeah, see, I didn't even, for the longest time, I didn't realize that this was kind of the thing that everyone was doing. I feel doing. like it's great. Sometimes I feel like it's a little more work it's more work mm-hmm. one of the things i always go back to too is how much is enough mm-hmm. even before when i was making like i said stupid money mm-hmm. i will say i was so stressed out yeah what's stupid money i was making ninety thousand dollars a month and i right. but i did not do any i like was living breathing eating sleeping only fans mm-hmm. and i was mm-hmm. so stressed out i do feel like 
I wasn't really happy. It was great. I was like, this is amazing. But I was just putting so much pressure on myself and then hit numbers. But I do feel like I found a balance with it now that I'm happy with and mm-hmm. I still make a great income and I still have my freedom mm-hmm. and I'm able to do other things. Because that was a big thing for me. I'm like, oh, I want to be able to do other stuff mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a big thing for me. But okay. that's stupid money in my opinion, which I know there were girls making more than that. Which, no, that's stupid. That's, so that's something. Comparison is the thief of joy, right? right. Oh, totally. I would hear about other. I'm like, oh, my God, she's making this. She's making this. Like, I should be hitting those numbers or like, what else can I do? And it just I wasn't happy. No. And then, you, yeah, I like I think I have the same approach kind of where it like got to be crazy like I'm like oh this would be insane and then I'd be like if I multiply this by 12 months and then but then now it's kind of hit more of a chill place for me where I'm like I still make a lot it's not the I'm not my top month every month Mm. but I'm not feeling like pressure yes I like upload what I want and some weeks more some weeks less and and I'm just okay with I'm like I'm happy more than okay I'm really happy with and it allows me to have time to work on all my other projects and that to me is more like the lifestyle is more um, way more balanced mm-hmm. and I don't feel as pressured to be like oh I need to hit this much and I you're right the comparison thing where you like see on my mm-hmm. agency there's like a lot of girls who are crushing yeah. it yes. and if I think about that it's like but I don't want that life like I want my life and right. this is what my life has to well, be those are things too sometimes you know because I have some close friends of mine that I, I know what they are making and I'd be like oh she's at this well I should but I'm like right but she's not really doing anything else yeah. like that's all she's doing which is fine for her but I'm also spreading myself into mm-hmm. five different areas mm-hmm. I'm doing my acting I'm doing my writing I'm doing music and then I want to do this project it's like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm here I was posting twice a week on my YouTube and that started to really get to I've mm-hmm. started I went back to posting once a week and what's interesting is I actually my YouTube really blew up um, what was it like a few months ago? One of a, a video I did like a year ago mm-hmm. got, I, I guess it's like trending or featured right. or something. Right. It has like 2 million views. It started pumping all this con- like what stuff kind to of my video? page. It was a bikini haul. Of course, bikini haul. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Which I always would complain. I'm like, I hate doing these. Like, no, those are I the would, ones. But yeah. <laughs> they work. Are dudes jerking off to YouTube videos? Yeah. Oh, 100%. This is like, I'm just now learning. Like, that like that's YouTube what's annoying is like, when they say they're like oh you didn't and I'm like you're on the wrong fucking I'm website. I'm literally thinking like, like <laughs> are they do they feel like they will be crossing a barrier to go to Pornhub or something because if they're on YouTube it's still just YouTube like why are you jerking off on YouTube? <laughs> but I'm so like there's so many options where they do. <laughs> but YouTube like okay if you're like I want to jerk off you're like you type in bikini haul like i think that's so crazy i'm just learning this yeah when they're like you're done because i'll i have some that's like a thong bikini or a lingerie and it's like yeah i know i didn't i real short turn around i'm like you want to see it it's on my only fans brilliant i get that more a lot. photos more videos it's all there you want more than 60 seconds of me going boop 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 <laughs> they're, t- they're telling you to stop talking. Can you <laughs> imagine if you just, just uploaded it? Just mute it. They do. No, there's so many on my girlfriend Holly Wolf does the yeah. bikini hauls. People there are a little bit demanding because I've gotten that yeah. too on videos yeah. that I've posted. And also they want 4K quality. Yeah. And oh, they're like, like, post 4K 60 frames per second. I'm like, do you yeah. realize movies aren't even shot what is in? Happening? Yes. <laughs> 
Who the are hu- these people? Like, I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's the age demographic of people who go to YouTube for their pornographic needs? Like, who are they? Who are you? I, mean, I, wa- I honestly want to know. Like, I want people to comment if they use YouTube to jerk off. I need I, to know this. I've watched soft you have? porn on YouTube. Yeah. What? The man with the grapeseed oil making the woman squirt is on YouTube. That's how what? I found How is it. that on YouTube? It I was reported... educational. Wait. So I've how... had thumbnails reporting in bikinis. Yeah. Like... You can't touch your boobs. Like, you can't touch any part of your body. It can be, like, sexual. <laughs> So these poor men that are trying to use to jack YouTube off. for like, their you're jerk not, off needs. You're not doing anything. I'm you're like, not caressing your tits. Less talking, more caressing Amanda. Um, you're like, wait, what? This is porn YouTube. Hub, OnlyFans, you know, go somewhere else. Twitter. Actually, though, I'll tell Twitter. you this, though. God bless the men that jerk off on YouTube because if they do it enough, at least it's giving you watch time. I know. That's why I'm like, you know what? You can still make money. Honestly, I'm not getting cut checks from Pornhub, okay? You guys are all over there doing it illegally. <laughs> oh, my Dull God. Go the hell to my YouTube, to Amanda's YouTube, and you jerk but off to your heart's when they, delight. When they start arguing and stuff, because before I used to get <laughs> frustrated, they, start, they arguing. start arguing or, like, even taking the time to try to belittle me in my comments. I'm like, you're helping me. You're helping my. So I always just search by, like, yeah. thank you for watching, smiley face. <laughs> That's how the algorithm works. Yeah. It is. It's like you either you're evoking some kind of emotion from somebody, right. you're pissing somebody off, you're making them laugh, right? Or right. I don't know what's the other thing. It is really interesting, and typically the one that evokes the most emotion is either nudity. For instance, Kayla and I were talking about there's a naked lady on Instagram, and she's just, oh my god, ah, yeah. uh, this is such a different side note, but like, but it was good for her my, algorithm. My page was deleted. <laughs> For like some nothing, Amanda and, and I've I had shit like that. stories taken down, obviously. And then I said, I always send CJ like these pages where these girls are just naked. This yeah. one was naked. She was wearing she was shoes, literally naked on her stomach with her whole side tit and her butt almost you could see in her ass. And then there was another one where she's wearing this sheer like her full areola is showing. And I'm like, she has four million followers. Mm-hmm. And my theory is, and she's still, and she's got great engagement. My theory is that there's like different for different countries, there's different oversight because I feel like all of the ones I see like that are usually in Europe Mm. or in South America Mm. or Central America because any of us white girls (laughs) like I think I've never thought about that. But I think you might be onto something there. Something's happening. Like, this is Nate. Like, they're fucking naked. Oh, I see it. Because I get reported for... I was in a dress and a low-cut shirt on my story going, Hey, filming a YouTube video right now. YouTube. And it got reported for nudity. Yeah. And taken down. Like, I'm like, what, what yeah, in the actual fuck? And then, yes, I see a girl. Like, I have somebody else who's been like, Oh, you should do stuff like this. Or she posts great stuff. Has millions of followers. Mm-hmm. And she's like piece of string like up her ass and no like, they're they're, squ- I can they're almost literally asshole. hands and knees facing the other way and like there is floss i can see the wrinkles around their butthole <laughs> but some like you're covering the actual entrance actual oh it's like those jewels for like cat's buttholes yeah it's like thank you for covering the actual entrance and i can see everything else and like how and you're oiled up and i'm yes. this is, just saying i'm not judging this yeah but i'm just no. saying if i have just something like, i can't even show my butt in a bikini 
if I post a picture of that, it gets taken down. Same. How are these areolas and <laughs> anuses? <laughs> areolas and anuses. And they're all up in there. And I feel like they are all in like France or Italy or like Central or South America. And I'm like, how do I why I want that? Okay, yes. I want to show my butthole wrinkles. To a different country <laughs> and show our buttholes. See? Okay. All right. I don't really want to do that. You want to come, Amanda? I don't really want to put my butthole in. Just me? Okay, great. I don't want to (laughs) either. But I want to know the options there. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. I had the craziest thing happen to me a couple days ago. I was going to tell you about this, but I'm like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. Ooh, let us know, girl. So it was actually really disturbing and my favorite traumatizing mm. it really it. fucked me up for like the whole day describing the cj's po- childhood <laughs> fits the podcast yes. lay it on us mm-hmm. so i went to a 7-eleven couple you know not too far from my house okay suspect already right um <laughs> it's just close convenient i'm like let me stop in there it's 9 a.m there's a guy standing out in front of the 7-eleven per usual Mm-hmm. Um, assuming he's homeless. I couldn't, he mumbled something. I'm assuming he's asking me for money. That's usually what they're doing. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't have any money. He mumbled something else. I'm like, sorry, I can't hear you. And then I went to open the door and he starts screaming <gasps> at me and he's like, fuck you, bitch. I'm a fucking rape. Can I say all this on <gasps> yeah, here? Yeah, say it. <laughs> so he's Maybe like, not the R-A-P-E. Yeah. Okay. So he said he was going to R-A-P-E me. <laughs> he was going to okay. enter you without your he consent. He was going to enter me without my consent. <laughs> He was going to do really harmful things to my body. What? At 9 a.m. in the At 9 a.m. And then he's like, oh, are you scared? (gasps) You scared little white girl, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then so I go inside. Like, I finally get the door open. I go inside. He's staring at me through the door. (sighs) So it's like as far, like, the door is like where Kayla is. And, like, I'm at the register. The woman working, she's just like, Oh, that guy's crazy. That guy's crazy. I'm like, um, you don't obviously, say. like, you want to call the police? Like, I don't want to go out. He opens the door and starts screaming profanity. Uh, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, nobody does anything. So that was my other thing. Nobody, there was like a guy that came in to like pay for something. He doesn't do it. Nobody does anything. So I call, uh, I call 911. I've never called 911 in my life, but I'm like, I don't, I was so scared because I'm like, I don't know what to do in this yeah, situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm on hold for four minutes. Finally, someone answers 911 and she, I tell her what's going on and then she doesn't even say anything. She just, I just hear it start ringing again and it's, I'm no. connecting you to the non-emergency line. I'm like, cool. Then he opens the ring. He's like, oh, are you scared little white girl? And like, I'm going to, again, proceeds oh. to tell me all the things he's going to do to me. I literally have tears in my eyes. No, the guy, a new guy had come in to like pay for stuff, like looks at me and is just like, oh, and, like, walks <laughs> out. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, nobody, nobody's going to fucking do anything. Like, what, what do I, what do I do right yeah, now? Yeah, because the situation is, it's not that he's really like just screaming profanities like, oh, fuck this, fuck that. It's kind of like, whatever, because we see that a lot. Yeah, it's that, it's the, it's what he was saying and yeah. how he was coming at He's like, a, he's like threatening he's, you. Saying he's gonna do things. He's saying he's gonna do something. So I'm like, my whole thing is, if I step out of the store and he grabs me, yeah. he grabs my purse. Does he have a weapon on him? Is he gonna like punch, like do something to my car? I don't know the state this person person is mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So eventually, like while I was on the phone, he opened the door, screamed the stuff at me, and then he like walked off, and I waited for him to like walk across the street, down another street, and then ran and got my car. But and then I left, and I sort of bawling my Aww. eyes out because I was just so I was just so scared yeah. and like is that and then I was like am I being a little bitch right now <laughs> like no because he said he was gonna do stuff 
to you. So that's just, like you, kind it's of a, it was intense. Yeah, 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 really yeah. intense. And, and it's I nine a.m. too. You're just yes. like I'm just trying to get my day started, sir. <laughs> Could uh, you do me a favor? Come back a little later after I've had a few rock stars or something. I'll let you know how I'm feeling. Then, like, not now. I'm just trying to get the hear, day started. You hear all these stories though lately, especially about people like being, you know, just out having lunch at a little like. <laughs> And it's like, oh, somebody came up and mugged them or so-and-so mm-hmm. got shot. It's like, it's just crazy. Well, now I would like to take this moment to ask you about your sexual fantasies. Um, <laughs> it's not that. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Actually, I'm so going to cross ca- out one I was the thinking list. that when you started saying it, because last week, we're, we're, we're going to bring Max out right now, but yeah. last week Max was like, like, I heard a lot of girls' sexual fantasy, a lot of girls, a lot. is to be gangbanged. And I'm like... <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Ah! And you're saying this, and I was about to be like, Max, this is not a fantasy, you yeah, freak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Max was like, oh, wait, okay. Mm, I maybe do have a, girl, a girlfriend of mine from back home. She her she was really into, like, S&M stuff. She's like, but she's married. She's like, I want my husband to role play this fantasy with yeah. me. She's like, but she's like, it turns her on, like, thinking. She's yeah. like, yeah, like, getting, like... You know, kidnapped yeah. and like thrown yeah. in a trunk and like tied. I'm like, there he is. There it is. All right, Max, do you want to come out here and discuss <laughs> this? Let's come bring out in here Max Amini. Max Amini, he's a pop daddy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, daddy. It's time for the pop daddy. You better listen up. Hi, hi, Amanda. I am the pod daddy. Mm. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you too. I joined the podcast to make sure financially you're doing okay. Uh, <laughs> and also to tell you that if he was at the 7 Eleven, he would he have stopped that man. I was like, he also wouldn't have done <laughs> that. He would have you. Yeah, I would have been like, Excuse He would have been me. living his fantasy out. <laughs> Jesus. Like, so are you going to go out there? I'm like, I hired the guy. You don't like this? I paid so much money for this shit. Amanda. He's got a towel over his lap in the car. He's like, yeah. yell at her a little more. This, yeah. this, this segment is about uh, daddy issues and <laughs> financial problems. And uh, But I got to say this. That's, that's The story you said it was very scary. But one thing I can relate to you is the guy asked you for money and you replied, I can't hear you. I use that line every time. Really? I genuinely don't know what Every time girls that. ask me, I need some money, I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. Wow, that's I'm what sorry. happened the other day. And they me. act just like that homeless guy. I'm going to R-A-P-E you. I'm going to do it. And, and I literally cry every time because it's from, I relate to you is what I'm trying to say. Well, good to see you. Uh, I I was listening to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you um, first of all, you did so well on OnlyFans. Holy shit, crushing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you and you just and and you know what? Just I want to have, have have an honest question. You made so much money on OnlyFans that the car show that you do, it's it's cool as it is. You're like mm, the money doesn't even doesn't even like excite me because of course, you know the other job is making you so much money. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Only fans make girls more spoiled because they make so much money now. No jobs can compete, and they just get spoiled with this income. No, because I feel like you could say that that's like saying, "Well, now a doctor makes X amount of dollars. Is he spoiled?" No, he went to school. He got his degree. He studied. You know what I mean? That's what he makes. I've paid my dues. I've mm. busted my ass to get where I'm at and build the following that I have. I've modeled for 15 years. Like. I've put a lot into this and worked so Just like spoiled. a medical doctor who went to medical school for 15 years, you modeled for saying, 15 I've years. Mo- I like that. So I don't feel spoiled. Nobody handed me this. Yeah. I've worked for everything I'll play that devil's I have. advocate here. It's definitely easier. Like, 
this is definitely easier than medical school, right. in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's like I wouldn't put an equivalent to it. I think that how our society like we don't determine the supply and demand chain. So how our society is going to value it's like in the same way that LeBron makes more than a neurosurgeon and a neurosurgeon is doing something arguably more important mm. yes. or valuable to he's saving a life. And so the way that we put value on different careers, jobs, whatever it is, and the time it takes to learn that craft, like that's not that's not my fault that what I happen to be doing makes me a lot of money. Yeah. I, I'm not deciding that price. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that like spoiled is an interesting term, but yeah, I just value my time differently. The reason I brought it up in that sense mm-hmm. is because, okay, I, I give it to you. It, sincerely, you said 15 years of modeling, hard work. First of all, I don't think it's no work. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm bringing this up for, for listeners to just poke a little bit, uh, you know, th- th- and see different perspectives. Uh, but it, to me, it's, as here's here's a catch for me. If someone I, I change that around for a guy, if a guy's in the weed business, illegal weed business, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. Right. But he makes so much more money than a conventional dude mm. that works yeah. at a at a, a law firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is not uh, making any job better or better or worse. Mm-hmm. But just saying, that guy now makes so much money mm-hmm. for for what he's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. He figure out a cool angle. I think the the punchline is. Uh, being grateful and mm-hmm. and not allowing the money and the big income take away yeah. uh, your goodness and your ego. And if all of that stays in balance, because mm-hmm. I see some of the girls make well, so much money and then they lose too, their head. Yeah, right. one thing I go back to too, and people are like, oh, I wish I could do what you do. Or when I, or like they're talking about their career. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's pros and cons with all of it. Everything. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. things I love about what I do. And sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, there are things that, are frustrating or mm-hmm. they're like man I would so it's it's always going to be like that so again I'm always like going back to that balance I think as long as you're to your morals or what makes you happy you know mm-hmm. finding the balance with all of those things is yeah. what's really gonna matter and because- to your point there's a risk like in it's a part of the equivalent of like if you meet a doctor for instance just to use that and you meet a guy or a girl who's a doctor like there's nothing beyond like it's like oh that's so impressive or that's so cool and like your relationship you can keep going whereas if you become a content creator on OnlyFans or anything in that world you are taking on the risk and the like built-in stigma and all of the things that come with doing that and then that you like it's a big risk because people immediately are going to skew what they think of you and it's not malicious but that's something that doesn't come with other careers yes true uh, CJ brought up this, uh, you know, this top of the show uh, about the text message you got from your friend about breaking down and finally getting into OnlyFans. Yeah. And it's a very interesting conversation because uh, it, for me, uh, you know, I never really knew much about OnlyFans until this podcast came about. Mm-hmm. Then I learned so much about it. And, and, and I have to say, I should share this based on what you said. OnlyFans, uh, as an outsider, would look like this ambiguous world that you just, you judge it harshly. Mm. But when you come inside, you realize you meet, every individual is different. And you realize there's no way you can judge this platform because you can't judge everyone on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you say all in, anyone on Instagram is X, Y, and Z, mm. you, you sound very ignorant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and OnlyFans is not just a platform 
that it does one thing. You know, mm, it's yeah. it's an individual, like hundreds and thousands of individuals That's what I'd always tell, on like, the platform. Yes, people <clears throat> on there do that, mm-hmm. but people also do other things on there yeah. too. It's not yeah. just that. Mm. Yeah, and and look, uh, just ironically. Every girl that's been our guest on this podcast, most of them are in a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of them are in very healthy, like, yeah. sexual yeah. boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's like a lot of the girls I know outside of OnlyFans yeah. are way worse so in every worse. different yeah. aspect that's than what I, the girls that are on OnlyFans. I would hear if I'm like, if girls have something to say, but I'm like, you... <laughs> Wish you were doing what I'm doing, like sitting. No, out, like, they're what? sending. They're sending nudes for free exactly. on text. Like, how can you? <laughs> I remember that even before I really got into OnlyFans, and I remember meeting a, a, a couple girls, and I was telling my friend like they were making a lot of money when they were doing nude stuff, and I was like, I can't call her a slut or saying like what. I, I, I wish I, I want to make that money. Like, yeah. fuck. I think the end of this conversation comes down to just one thing, mm. and that is you can't judge anyone mm-hmm. and that's the end of like you can't we judge only fan you can't judge uh, influencers <laughs> yeah. that are doing yeah. like you know uh, different platforms you can't you can't really judge other really people the only people ever judging those things it's because it's coming from a place of their own insecurity, insecurity yeah. or yeah. their yeah. own yeah. jealousy yeah. that's what i'm saying what are you gonna sit at home and be like oh amanda paris is making ninety thousand dollars a month because she's posting sexy pictures on her only fans when girls post worse things on Instagram for free, mm-hmm. or same thing, what about people that are posting news? Even the, the free people that send that the, for free, monetizing it or you not, know? I guess I guess it's irrelevant. Yeah, I, I feel like some girls find it empowering, um, and and that's really amazing mm. because they go, oh, I didn't know, and then and then for them it makes sense and they do it. But I just think if you take the money aspect out, still you shouldn't be judged for the choices that you have made right. for yourself. Right. And and I think we don't know who people are in the sense of like where they came from, what their background is, what their goals are. Or even how earlier Kayla was talking about, you know, other countries. In other countries, you can see, you know, nipples, nipples, mm-hmm. well, titty on Nobody like a commercial. Cares. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Here we're like, oh my God, I could see part of your areola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then on the contrast, like we think of like somewhere like japan like they're very prude so we have what's more prude than americans and then we have what's salacious Mm -hmm. to us and everybody it's just it just proves the point like if you would have been born in a different country you Mm would have grown up with a totally different set of ideals and what's normal what's not normal yeah the middle east the middle east women are covered so the one girl that just takes the headscarf off She's considered the only fan right. girl. So right. Like, yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, look at that girl, yeah. but she has no scarf. And then mm-hmm. just the, le- no the levels just change, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's why those men are primarily in the DMs. They're starved. Yeah. True. For like, true. And so going too much the other way, that's that's not good either. For me, what frustrates me is that we get the social s- stigma and then sometimes you might get a comment and you might have even suffered this as well, Max, because you're in the entertainment industry. And, you know, sometimes our personal lives tend to suffer and then somebody might come mm-hmm. up to you and say, oh, you know, I wish I was so lucky like you. You know, you get to perform in front yes. selling out all these big places. I wish I was lucky or you've been doing this for 15 years. You know, you're so lucky. And it's just like, fuck you. I've been like working so this. hard. I've yeah. been in the trenches. Yeah. yeah. We are lucky in the sense that 
things worked out at the end. Mm -hmm. But everybody puts so much work and, and there's, I want to talk about like my career is easier uh, to explain because everybody knows about comics. They work in, you know, very like tough environments, small little holes in the wall. You show up year after year, 10 years later, finally you get a break here and there and then, and then, and then blah, blah, blah. But I think speaking on OnlyFans, to know what this individual's past has been, because everybody that came on the show and talked about their childhood, their families, the traumas, everything they went through, and then for them to find a place to be empowering themselves and making a choice that I'm going to make myself uh, more free uh, financially mm. by creating this platform for myself to stand on my two feet and don't need to put myself in many other unhealthy situations... Mm -hmm. People don't see that journey right? and they just see this part and they go, ah, you know, how could, but to get to the level to be able to even do that and you get yourself to a place and say, I'm going to perform this style of, of, you know, whatever that is for themselves. That's a journey behind it. Mm. And I think we, nobody considers that, that, that life. Cool. Well, I think you're super impressive. And I'm always, these guys know, I'm always really impressed by people who do lots of things mm -hmm. and also are very articulate. Um, I like really fun people too, but I really like very articulate, grounded people. So I'm really happy to have met you. Thanks for having me, Really guys. cool conversation. Yeah. A deep one today. Bye. Bye. Bye.